Let's get ready to grumble! Gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I am your host, Graham, and sitting to my left, it is Dan. Hiya. How are you doing? Uh, my voice might sound weird this week, listeners, because I had dental surgery, and I've got a denture now, yes, so I, I sound like I have a lisp sometimes. Yeah, dental surgery. <laughs> so the corner my right, it's Daryl. Hiya. How are my you? My voice might sound weird this week. Why? Because I'm illiterate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why would not make your voice sound weird what? might make the words not make sense he's yeah, struggling to read them on the paper exactly I'm illiterate that's what I said okay yeah got, that is what you said Chris, mate. That's, that might be why it sounds weird right, that's, crunch. that's fine oh brilliant ASMR no, we're not doing that again. Not, we not in got, my house. We haven't got the ASMR mics this You're week. You're not doing oh, that So you don't want me to masticate in your house? No, I don't want your heavy mastication to take place in front of me. Thank you very much. Okay. Nobody <laughs> needs to hear you masticating on, on... Stop masticating. You're making a mess. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Dan, I think. Right. It's the news time. It's the show time. It's the new show. No show news. Oh, yeah. Fast lane. So fast that it came an hour early. <laughs> Not in Daryl's way, but in the way that it was daylight savings. Is that the tone we're setting today, then? Is that it? I mean, he said the word masticate within 30 seconds. Yeah, so. it's like means chewing in that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, so what's wrong with we saying it? Well, you know, it, it sets a tone. Okay, so did any of you watch the pre-show? No. No. Well, it's a good job one of us did then, isn't it? So I watched the pre-show. I thought we'd given up on trying to watch pre-shows. Well, it was on early enough before it I was It was at 10 o'clock or something, yeah. so I can see mm. why. It was actually all right. Yeah, yeah, because they did like a little story where, um, well, they they paid it off on the actual pay per view, but they did a little story where, uh, Kofi Kingston got called to the McMahon's office, um, and then he was waiting. Ah, uh, that were not pre-show, was it? Yeah. Okay, because obviously they, they they did pay it off later. Yeah. yeah. Did they also do the Samoa Joe bit on the pre-show? What was that? Well, like, uh, he. Oh yeah, there were uh, Carmella and. Zelina Vega were arguing about something, then he came up and like. They're arguing about, oh, Artrith will beat your boyfriend. She's like, no, my boyfriend will beat Andrade. We'll beat our truth. And then. Ironically, like, I'll beat them both. Neither of them men are their actual boyfriends. Well, so there you go. One of them's married. And one of them with Charlotte Flair. Or is that the one that's married? No, Zelina Vega's married to, Andre, uh, to uh, Alistair Black. Oh, okay. Carmel, Carmel. What? No, she isn't. Yeah. Yes, she is. Yes, she no, is. sorry, I'm getting confused with Big Damo. You're right. Uh, and uh, and and Carmella is allegedly sleeping with married man Corey Graves. Yeah, well, <laughs> legally married man. Yeah, yeah. He feels more confident this year. Just to skip forward in the show, he's a lot more confident. Last, isn't he? And uh, <laughs> is the one that's supposedly copping off of Charlotte Flair, isn't he? Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, she she said no on Twitter, but yeah. Yeah, but you would deny it, wouldn't you? Well, why is that? Is he that bad? Really? Like, I'm not. I'm not with this job. Are you kidding? Well, exactly. Like once he once he went to battle, then I've been with Big Dave. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get back to Big Dave later. Not not Big Dave Meltzer, obviously, who is the other Big Dave. But now that the proper Big Dave's back, we can refer to him as Big Dave, and Dave Meltzer is simply Dave. <laughs> uh, right, fast lane opening. What was the first match? It was the tag team match. It Shane was. and Miz against yeah. the Usos. 
I've got many thoughts on this. Go on. Uh, well, go on. Go on. I, I want to hear yeah, Dan's thoughts yeah. because, as we've established, at least until last week's show, his favourite McMahon was Shane McMahon. <laughs> so maybe that has changed. So the first thing I'm going to say is when the Usos were making their entrance, I had that realisation that, like, outside of WWE, tag team wrestling has, like, boomed quite a lot over the last few years. And I just thought the Usos could have really, really good matches with a lot of these teams. I kind of hope they don't renew the contracts. I'm, I'm the, I seem to be the reverse of a lot of people who are like, oh, I can't wait to see like Kenny Omega in WWE. I'm the guy who's like, I can't wait to see um, Usos wrestling a warehouse in Wolverhampton. I can't wait to see Usos in Corp. <laughs> Usos are not coming to Corp. They can't afford the Usos, let's be honest. They're just going to get can one, afford of, one of them. One of them yeah. in a the mirror. Yeah, whichever one's <laughs> not married to Naomi, they can afford him because he's the one with no charisma. See, if you've ever seen him speak... <laughs> So uh, while watching this match, it was really perfectly set up for the entire thing for the Miz to turn heel. Like coming out wearing the Cleveland shirt and everything and playing up to the crowd and stuff. And I thought generally all the way through it that this is set up so the Miz could turn on Shane McMahon. And then we got Swerve Bro. That was the point. Yeah, like it actually got me. I, I didn't see that coming. Did we get Swerved or was it long-term storytelling? Because at... Um... Saudi Arabia, his crown jewel, when Shane McMahon became the best in the world officially. Um, it was all started from there, where he was acting a bit heelish, calling himself the best in the world, and jumping up on, celebrating like he'd, he'd won World Cup. I mean, he had won World Cup. Well, he had but, literally won the World Cup. Yeah, yeah I mean, so. like, football World Cup. Well. Which, which one can be won by one individual man? I mean, that, that alone should tell you which one's more important. So, has Messi ever won a World Cup? No. More Shane McMahon has more World Cup wins than Lionel Messi. I'm going to put a list of footballers together for next week and list all the footballers that Shane McMahon's won World, more World Cups than. So, do you know, like, do you know people have that argument like who's better, Ronaldo or Messi? Mm-hmm. Who's better, Shane or Messi? Uh, well, how many World Cups has Messi won? Zero, mate. Right, how many has Shane won? One. Well, Shane, obviously, then. Clearly, there you go. Also... In the defence of Shane, surprisingly, I bet Shane pays his taxes. Oh, he's gone there. Oh, he's probably got... does. It's probably Messi's dad that don't pay taxes, isn't it? So... Yeah, Messi not have a clue. Exactly. Messi, I don't think. I think he knows taxes exist. Let's move away from litigious. Uh... I mean, he got he got officially like charged of it, and he got prosecuted for it. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, I mean, it's not litigious. He got prosecuted. And he got the number of months sentence that you could legally get without having to go to jail. Uh, uh, 23 months. Yeah, exactly. Same as Ronaldo got. If you get 24 months in Spain, you have to go to jail. There's no like plea bargaining or a fining or anything. Uh, so he got 23. Oh, yep. so there's no that sentences, was lucky. There's no sentences yeah, less than two years. Yeah, unfortunate. Very, very lucky. Isn't that a bit of luck? Talking of somebody being lucky or unlucky if you're an Uso. Yeah. Best spot of the night. Mrs. Line at middle at ring. <laughs> You've got one of Usos in corner. Shane's gone up to do Coast to Coast. Yeah. The movie invented. Yes. Uh, the Shane Terminator. Perfected, invented. Yeah. And uh, the other Usos are up on corner. <laughs> yeah. And then the other Uso dives off to do the splash. Shane intercepts him. Yeah. Two I mean, foots him in chest. Flying slide tackle. He yeah. actually got him like in the knee. <laughs> and <laughs> just think, 
all it take is one of them to jump slightly early in the other, and that could have ended a lot worse for for the, <laughs> the Uso jumped. Which says how high quality Shane McMahon's work is, which what is you, what we're coming back to. Shane went, looked like he was dying on that top turnbuckle. We'll just be doing a lot of football references. So when he went two footed into Uso's knee, I had flashbacks to Ryan Shawcross. Ah. Uh. It were like when your uh, favorite, yeah. It were like what Will Vokes did to uh, Forestieri and got away with, but then did it to Sheffield United and did didn't get like. No, nah, he didn't reckon it was not like. interested. Them Aaron Rob's lost a year and a half of his career, mate. Yeah, and how's he repaying Arsenal for that? <laughs> By being paid four hundred fifty k a week I mean, to go play in Italy. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of their fault. But it's all right though. He's still got Ozil. He's all right. Sort of. Sometimes he gets to play. Yeah, he's still yeah. got Socrates. Yeah, you do. Well, I mean, yeah, they do, but do they? Because I mean, you need to Not be on. Heart. Well, you need to be on the pitch to actually like have any sort of. He's been sent off like twice in the last fortnight, hasn't he? he and he's also sent, had interviews going. Oh, Miss Dortmund, though. Well, I, I like a player that gets sent off. Yeah, but do you bit, like bit violent, bit mental? You like a Martin Keown, essentially. Yeah, that's yeah, what you're after. Yeah. I bet you will love him that you beat Man United the other week, weren't you? Yeah, I, I could imagine Keown like running that pitch. Well, did you not see? Did you see? It's completely off topic now, <laughs> but why not? Let's yeah. do it. Go for it. Uh, welcome to the Royal Football here this week. Um, see Keown and um, um, Rio Ferdinand talking the week before, and Rio Ferdinand retweeted this video before that match, going, um, oh, "He's going, oh, well, Man United, they're doing really well." And then, then Keown's like, "Yeah, but you've got Arsenal next." And he goes, "Yeah, we'll beat Arsenal. They're easy, will it?" And then Ferdinand like retweeted it, going, "Oh, you must be in dreamland or something, Keown, if you think uh, Arsenal winning this way." And then it went quiet. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Got a phone call from Mike Ashley going, Rio, do you want more money? Yeah. Newcastle aren't that bad. <laughs> oh, Marvellous. Next. Following well, match. Go so on. Yeah, after well, the following match, the match, I should say. Yeah. Uh, the Miz got beat and then he went to say sorry to his dad and then Shane went all nasty on him. Well, and Miz, like, yeah, Miz went to say sorry to his dad and... On the pre-show, uh, Don't the Clown, Whitbeard, he, um, <laughs> what's he called? <laughs> Sam Roberts. Yeah. He, um... He's, he was doing it on, on his panel about this, and he said, why, why, is McMahon, uh, why is Miz a 40-year-old man uh, looking for his dad's approval? Because <laughs> Sam Roberts gave up on his dad's <laughs> approval years ago. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he clearly accepted at some point that he was going to have to, he was just going to have to go without that for his life. I think, didn't they mostly treat, I did see a very short part of the pre-show, didn't they pretty much just treat Sam Roberts with complete disdain? Yeah. Yeah, good. The, um, the Iconics came out and just rinsed him from him. <laughs> which were fun. Blue rinsed him. I don't know what that is, but yeah. It's like that hair thing that old people get in it. Oh, okay. So yeah, Shane's a heel now. Uh, yeah. Well, I would find it hard to boo him, to be honest. Well, I mean... He's, li- he's too likeable to me. But if he's the best in the world, is he the best heel in the world? Well, yeah. There you go then. Well, easy to boo then. He did the classic heel interview. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, well, he, he didn't do anything. He just looked down his nose at the interviewer and closed the door. Yeah. Well, th- it was like two hours after the heel turn, and he was still really sweaty. Of course, he was. <laughs> it was, it was... <laughs> yeah, you don't know how many babes he's got in that room, do you? <laughs> I know because his kids. I really, were inside, really <laughs> hope. I can't. Oh, I can't move on. Asuka had a match against Mandy Rose. Asuka won the match. Mandy Sonya Rose has improved. She has. Sonia Deville brought in a kendo stick for no obvious reason. So Sonia Deville was just kind of like, you know, when like you're playing WWE games with a mate and you're on a handicap match and one of them's beaten up and one's just grabbing all the weapons to use on the other person and stuff. And it was that, apart from it wasn't a handicap match. 
and it yeah. didn't really make sense, but it was funny. Just wanted a way out of it, didn't it? So, yeah, Asuka's still the champion. She got a little match. That's nice. Look, look, we've got a blue champion as well. <laughs> yeah, we almost forgot, didn't we, that there were another wi women, uh, woman to have a match at WrestleMania. They almost forgot, that's yeah. for sure, definitely. Before this, uh, they, the New Day were talking to Vince McMahon, and they were like, you, you've got to make this WWE Championship match a triple threat. And they were like, yeah, I will, okay. Uh, it's going to be now. So, Kofi, get out to ring. Um, Kofi come out to the ring. He's like, "Yeah, I can't wait for me title match," which the man announces, and then he, he goes, "He barred New Day from ringside." Yeah, he barred New Day yeah. from ringside, and said, "Right, Kofi, get out there." And the bloke actually announces, like the announcer announces it as the championship match, and then he goes, "Someone calls him across." He goes, "Um, it's not a championship match; it's a handicap match, tornado handicap." And here comes the bar, and out come Sheamus and Cesaro with. I won't say what they're eating, but eating grins, shall we say. Yeah. Um, and they just beat the tar out of Kofi Kingston for a little while. Yeah. They were all right, weren't it? Yeah, well, don't worry. The uh, the New Day eventually came out to make save, you know, after basically Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura, the new super team, came out and stopped them. Because they're, they're a team because um, foreign. League of Nations, mate. Version 2.0. Better, if any. The new League of Nations. Like the new anything. Is yeah, there. of course it is. Good, isn't it? So, yeah, the thing I keep thinking about with these two is you've got a guy who won the Royal Rumble and was in one of the title matches at WrestleMania last year and another guy who was one of the most overperformers at WrestleMania last year. And they're both now in a nothing tag team that no one cares about, especially not the people who are employing them. I don't forget Rusev made a... Barely motivated heel turn again. <laughs> Back heel because why not? Foreign. And and Lana's been salty on Twitter. Well, she's having a bit of a argument with Alistair Black, isn't she? Yeah. Appropriately like, enough, Alistair. Well, Alistair Black. Uh, basically, she was saying something about Alistair Black being, oh, he's not that good in that. And he were like, and she was mocking said, his what? tattoos. Yeah. Right. And he were like, well, ninety percent of you is fake. So <laughs> he's been accused of body shaming. Um. She's having to go his tattoo to yeah. begin with. Now we all know anyone with a tattoo is a reprobate, but at the same time, oh sorry, you got yeah, you got you got oh sorry, sorry mate, you've got that flag on your leg and that. Don't be racist. And you've got Thomas the Tank Engine on your shoulder. <laughs> I want everyone to know that that's definitely real and absolutely true. You can't deny it because you've got Chris in his mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, Alistair Black incidentally was in the next match. Uh, him and Ricochet and. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable against the Revival in like a triple threat tag team match. This will fine. So this is the one note I made on the show. Yeah. I definitely want to say. The Revival. Uh, one of them's got the beard with the bit on the chin snout, and now Dash Wilder's grown the bit on his chin. So together they've got one full beard. Splendid. That is all I have to say about this match. That's good. I'm all right with that. That's okay. <laughs> they've got one full beard between them. I got reminded of it today because uh, Nathan Cruz posted a picture of him with Dash Wilder because they're mates and that, aren't they? Ah. And he's got that weird little chin strap thing. And Nathan Cruz, I imagine, is calling up Jim Smallman every day. Go, please put me on WWE UK. Nathan, we know what you said about people. No, I'm not that bad anymore, honest. You are, though. <laughs> Let's not talk about the things you said. Let's know. I never want to talk about the things <laughs> Nathan Cruz has said. You don't want to. Uh, the Revival won by beating Gable, but Black and Ricochet kept strong by doing their finishes on them afterwards. Yeah, what's point? Why not? 
Alistair oh. Black and Ricochet are a tag team in the Dusty Classic. So there's that. Okay. It gets Rude and Gable out of the way. Keeps the revival on that, well, we're going to push you honest kind of thing. <laughs> it's only short. I don't see a problem with it. I thought it was quite good. The revival did an interview with The Mirror where they got asked about the uh, hand asking for the note, asking to be released. What, the Daily Mirror? Or they just did an interview into the mirror and went, look, we're being interviewed. <laughs> but uh, what they said was, oh, that whole story was taken out of context. Right, that's pretty much it. all they talk about, say about it. Like, it got taken out of context that we asked to leave our jobs, right, that we yeah. weren't allowed even though we were independent contractors, and that's a whole other argument to have. Yeah, it is. Not an argument we're going to have now, though, because we're going to go back to the previous storyline we talked about. With Samoan Joe versus R Truth versus Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is forty-four. Yes, I saw that earlier this week. Forty-four. Look at him. Yeah, he's, he's in better shape now than when he was thirty-four. Yeah, he's uh, found the fountain of youth. Clearly, it's in Shay Given's back garden. Shay Given. <laughs> what an oddly specific <laughs> reference. Shay Given's ne- not aged in like it. He managed to keep his playing career going for way longer than it should have been, and he never aged at that time either. We're gonna have to call this this uh, <laughs> episode like "Watch the Football." It's gonna move, look, or something like that. It's just we're referring. <laughs> Speaking of football again, um, yeah. thingy, our best mate Mick Foley. He's at Bramall Lane tonight, isn't he? He is, and the... we're here. We're here, Mick. We're here and you're there. Billy Sharp's going to need to get a uh, boost on his contract to pay for breakfast he I, made for McFoley yesterday. <laughs> I saw an excellent, excellent uh, local reference on uh, Twitter. So the poster picture in Billy Sharp's kitchen where they'd just had breakfast, which I'm sure Foley enjoyed. And uh, somebody underneath it... Mick, I've not got that many eggs. Make me more eggs. Well, you pointed out, not that you need a pointing out, but you pointed out to us that uh, McFoley was wearing a Christmas T-shirt. Yeah, because of course he was. Uh, somebody on Twitter just went, it looks like you've dragged somebody out off a more market. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Also, Mick Foley definitely phoned up Billy Sharp and went, hey, Billy, I'd love to come for free breakfast sometime. I mean, breakfast sometime. Wouldn't that be great? Do you know what Mick Foley said on Sky Sports News? Who would like the honour of paying for Mick Foley's breakfast? Have you heard what he said on Sky Sports News last night? What, Mick Foley or Billy Sharp? Mick Foley, while sat next to Billy Sharp. Right. He thinks Billy Sharp is better than Pele. Right. Of course he'd say that. He don't have a clue. Yeah. Oh, but he actually sat and watched the game last night at Bramall Lane. Yeah, so he's watched one football match. I bet if you asked him as well, he'd say, oh, no, I used to go and see Pele when he were at New York Cosmos, like all Americans pretend to have done. Flat <laughs> <laughs> outlier. And Dave Meltzer was mates with George Best, by the way. Did, did yeah, you know that? yeah, that? I heard that. It's crazy. Like weird celebrity friendships. Yeah. Not really Even though he it. thinks that he underplayed the alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> Mint. Um, Samojo retained his US Championship, by the way, because of course he did, because why wouldn't you? <laughs> Yeah. I'd have been fuming if he'd have lost it here. Back to our truth. Back to our truth. To anyone. I don't care. I'd have been fuming. He also he did the coquina cut on Rey Mysterio, which surprised me a little bit because you've got our truth right there. I think it's setting some up for WrestleMania, mate. Well, yeah, but then what's it setting up? I'll beat you already. Okay. 50 50 booking, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Boss and Hog connection against Tamina and uh, Nia Jax. This run out a little angle to set up a completely different match. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it coming though. No, me, t- me neither. So yeah, they they've created a women's championship, and in the first defense, have used it to create a different feud that doesn't involve the women tag team champions. No, but it will though, won't no, it, it? Yeah, WrestleMania it will. Yeah, probably. Definitely. I think ultimately, like there was rumors, and I don't know whether you believe them, whether there's any further validity to it that they were going to bring Trish and Lita back. I bet the rumors were. 
What's, I bet somebody heard, oh, they're bringing like a legendary team back. <laughs> bet you, or a team from the past, or something like that. Yeah. So somebody put two and two together and got five, or as Americans say, five. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you just get a Dr. Pepper from the cooler? <laughs> Stick it on the slate. <laughs> I th- I do think there is a possibility though that like if you're going to do a three team match anyway, why not go further and do a four team match? They will with the iconics. Are you reckon? Well, they were whinging on the pre-show that the that the tag champs never come SmackDown. Are they coming SmackDown next week though? Maybe to beat the iconics. Yeah, probably. I don't know, no, but I'm quite interested to see Natalia and Beth Phoenix. Yeah, uh, Beth Phoenix looks in better shape than she has like. Uh, his past, her past appearances. Yeah. I think like she's obviously wanting this last one last WrestleMania match, so yep. good on her. Yeah. And I quite and I enjoyed them. You know, like back in day. Yeah. When it were all divas and they weren't that good. These two were actually mint. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think it's always pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. But as a as a team, as a team, yeah. I I enjoyed them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to make, say, Nijax awful wrestler. Not <laughs> that we need to see it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's worth reminding people. Yeah. But she is Carl Gotch compared to me now. <laughs> there is that. Yeah, and that's worrying, isn't it? She's the best one of the two. She got pinned as well. Why have you got a tag team with Nia Jackson to, like with anyone in Tamina? Because Tamina knows what the contents of that briefcase it's was. It's that, isn't it? Yeah. It's that like she's she's got it hovering over Vince's head. She's the real lockbox person. They just took that and turned it into angle. Triple threat match. WWE Championship. They told you it would be triple threat, didn't they? Yeah, they totally Rey Mysterio Mustafa Ali. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> Can you clarify what Rey Mysterio means? Do you know in Royal Rumble when you want Daniel Bryan to come out number 30? <laughs> to a point you're shouting yes, yes, yes. And then uh, Rey Mysterio comes out for a big babyface return and uh, he gets booed. He gets booed all the way through along with everyone. And then everything gets booty-easted to the end. Yeah, he, he did. He recovered though, didn't he? Oh yeah, because yeah, he's really good. How do you think? How do you think Daniel Bryan feels about his match is now being hijacked by people chanting stuff? Do you think it's weird for him? I don't think he cares. Oh, I'm sure he's not bothered, but yeah. I bet I bet in some level he's like, "This is really weird." You know, like this is how I got up, and now like I'm at the top. Yeah, but I think if we fast forward to SmackDown, there's a line that Vince says to Kofi Kingston. He says, uh, "Daniel Bryan, I was speaking to him earlier." And uh, he just he called you a B plus player, yeah. So I think that they're, they're very aware that they're essentially just redoing the same storyline. <laughs> as long as they reference it, I'm all right with that a bit. Yeah. Really, it's just with how um, ridiculous they want to make it, because it's it's similar to another storyline they're doing at the moment, and that's got really silly. Speaking of which, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Yeah, if you want to talk about redoing a storyline, oh you remember my how Becky God. Lynch and Charlotte Flair faced each other a whole bunch of times last year. Yeah, but I do it again. I forgot about the Shield match. I what? forgot that it was happening. Right. So I, when the finish of this match happened, I went, "Are they seriously ending the pay per view before WrestleMania with this horse crap?" Turns out, no, they weren't. It's oh fine. my god, this was awful. It was the dumbest finish. This is this might be worse than Becky Lynch apologizing. Yeah, but they've wiped that now, haven't they? Because it's not in any of the videos, and yeah, they've not they, mentioned it ever again. Yeah, because they were like, yeah, let's wipe that one out so it's not two awful things we've done in the booking of this. Let's have Ronda Rousey come out, purposely get Charlotte Flair DQ'd, and then Becky Lynch just sit there and laugh about it. 
I mean, you could compare it to set to the Valentine's Day massacre match with Austin and Vince McMahon, where Big Show comes out out the from underneath the cage, like through the ring canvas, beats up Austin, throwing him against the cage wall at Vince McMahon's request. But then he throws Austin so hard the cage wall breaks down and Austin lands on the floor and wins the match because of that. You could kind of compare it to that, but it's not really. No, it's not the same. <laughs> no, it's I just, mean, it's a terrible version. The of main it. <laughs> difference between it is the execution, the quality of what's happening, and ultimately whether I want to see it or not. It's, it, it was all so simple a month ago. Yeah, but... Becky Lynch wins the Rumble, goes on to WrestleMania and has the match with Ronda Rousey, but we need Charlotte Flair in there, so how do we get her in it? I know, let's have the most convoluted storyline that makes Twin Peaks The Return seem like home and away. It's just the worst. Oh, home and away. Remember coming... <laughs> like, that that was one where like, they were always better looking in home away than they were yeah, in Yeah, but they were, they, were, they were all in caravans, didn't they? Yeah, beach. they did a bit, yeah. yeah. True. Whereas a neighbours, it's uh, it's on Ramsey Street. It's on a proper street. Well, that's true. Yeah. So you wanna, yeah. If you want to settle down, yeah, you have to live on Ramsey Street. But then you got right. a holiday to home in a way. Yeah. Yeah. You've got and that's your holiday home. Yeah. It's a bit like Blackpool in a way. <laughs> so um, another thing I thought I forgot to mention about all the way through this show, they had Elias doing a lot of segments, and it made it kind of like a weird musical. I thought you were going to reference the fact that um, if you drank every time they said Road to WrestleMania, you would have been dead by the third match. Because, <laughs> I mean, I know it's called Fastlane, so that's the whole point. But they, like, By the way, they weirdly don't use that very often. They well, talk about Road to WrestleMania, yeah. but no, it's like they, they occasionally forget that it's called Fastlane literally because it's the Road to WrestleMania. Like, yeah. They don't often go, we're on the Fastlane on the Road to WrestleMania. They're like... We're on the road to WrestleMania here at Fastlane. I'm like, what are you doing? Do it right. So, uh, as a uh, musical theatre geek, did you enjoy Elias's um, weird segments that were like act breaks? You mean the one that it's uh, ultimately led to setting up a match between <laughs> Randy Orton and AJ Styles? <laughs> yeah. Well done, well done, Elias. It was just so weird. Like uh, the first time it happened, I thought, okay, you know, funny joke, and then it kept happening. I was like. They've literally got Elias out here to do a musical theatre like act break. Let's Just have him do a little song each time and make fun of the Miz. Let's think about this logically. So Elias is performing in the ring. Lacey Evans comes down. Oh, that will back. Right. Why not? So that's fine. Let's 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 have that. Randy Orton has not got a match, but he's in his pants. He's right, but that's all right, right, right. Wait, right. wait, go wait. on. He gets in the ring. And Arco's Elias. Yeah? So how, he obviously got bored of that. I think, right, I'm going to do that. Yeah. AJ Styles, perfectly placed. Now in his ring gear, on the pre-show he wasn't. Yeah. So he's got changed. He doesn't have a match either. He's, he's full John Terry in it. He's not a racist. <laughs> well, might, I mean, he might be. But, uh, <laughs> not to be proven. Yeah. Um, not and keen it, on the gaze. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and he, he does phenomenal forearm to him. Uh-huh. Right, you but, just explained the events. Go yeah, on. so logically... Why would AJ Styles be be there? Because Randy Orton's got into Arco Elias. Did Randy ha- Orton have a go at AJ Styles on pre-show or something? Maybe okay. AJ just so it, in so, so if you'd had a go at me on pre-show, yeah. but then you got into ring and beat Dan up, yeah. how would I know to be specifically in that place at that time that you're going to be there so I could get you? Maybe I'm waiting, going, right... Um, He's, he's had a go at me. I'm gonna I'm gonna have him, and then I'm like, "Where's he going? Oh, he's he's going to ring. Oh, that's a good opportunity. Let me just take my normal trousers off, <laughs> put my pleather on, all right? And whatever he does, I'm gonna because I bet he's gonna go and do that thing that he does to everybody. Is and it, then you do the thing that he does to everybody. It's like, ah, I got you, mate. Knew you were gonna do that. So 
Nailed Here's it. the thing: all wrestlers were, you know, after they have to wear suits to the arena. They're all tear. Randy off. Orton doesn't. They're all tear off. They've Rand- all got Velcro. Well, like Cesaro. You remember when Cesaro was yeah. for no real obvious reason? So Randy Orton stood there. Cesaro like, was both James oh. Bond and who else? They called us for Superman, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, Superman. James Bond, Superman, and the Hulk for no obvious reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he just tears off. He tears off his trousers. He's always got. His, he's got all his pants made up. Like Randy Orton's in, yeah. always in his pants. It don't matter. It's probably. You know, stems from his own personality, where I imagine he's in his pants for a lot of the time. <laughs> Makes it easier to reach for his junk before he shakes people's hand. Exactly. All <laughs> that ease of access. In the main event, the Shield came back and had their final farewell match. Do you know the amount of times I said that? Yep. Do you think that's a yeah, lie? Yeah, I do think it's a lie Do you now. think Dean Ambrose is hanging around? Yeah, I do. Okay. Definitely now. They think he is anyway. I think he thinks he is, and I think mm. it's all a bit of a work. I think maybe that's why they turn him back heel. He's like, oh, I'm not gonna, like, I've still got a lot left of the tank type thing. So at WrestleMania, I bet, I bet he's going to have Roman Reigns' back and he's going to help him win the match. And then he's going to turn on him. Oh, well, the match they might be having against Drew McIntyre. Yeah. yeah. And he gets up Mike and says, I think they made your cancer out to be something it wasn't. My mate Dave told me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know if he's going to say that, but... Uh, I, bet, I bet you £400 he doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've, we've had a go at Dave Meltzer on Twitter. It's fine. Don't worry. You want to see us have a go at Dave Meltzer on Twitter, have a go. It's yeah, fine. we haven't got swear jar here and I ain't going to cash on me to really get out my feelings. Yeah, but just don't waste time. On the plus side, this was Baron, Baron Corbin's best match in the history of the world. It's not hard when you hid in the like, in the six man not the point right he was hitting the six man with Drew McIntyre fair enough and Bobby Lashley blandly you know what I mean I like all the memes coming out with Bobby Lashley you know when they showed his face up on the big screen on Raw it was just really close up the best one I've seen is someone's edit it to make it look like he's waiting for the microwave to ping mm-hmm. it's just his face on the microwave window just staring in at some like burger cooking <laughs> Do we like Seth Rollins swearing very loudly on microphone as well? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing like well, who else is that always does that? Sami Zayn used to always do it, but someone did it. With, Charlotte did it recently. That's right. Charlotte just very loudly yelled the f word after she got hit with that crutch by Becky Lynch. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, very loudly. Splendid. And then uh, that were it. That was fast lane. Yeah. So the WWE Championship was the main event last month, and that's it. <laughs> it was a long show. Yeah, I enjoyed it though. I actually enjoy. I think I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Elimination Chamber. Yeah, yeah. Stuff happened on this show. Yeah, even if some of it was a bit rubbish, the bad stuff was quite bad. But I think uh, just looking through the matches, I'm pretty sure everything like pretty much led to something else. If that makes sense, always going to lead to something else. Well, let's lead on from that. Let's talk. Half about... it's going to lead to pre-show. Well, well, yeah, because like, <laughs> it's a five-hour long show plus seven hours. Yeah. He's going to have to fit in two toilet breaks. And only one of them can be Baron Corbin. So I've got a plan. Yeah? We've got one, one of the big cups. Yep. Drink it all. That's one toilet break there. <laughs> Please tell me you're lying. Well, I get a bag with them blankets. Put a blanket over me. Okay. Boom. That's one toilet break. Right. Then tip that out. Second toilet break. Boom. Where are you going to tip it? Well, I'm hoping someone starts like chanting Chris Benoit or something like that. And I could tip it. All oh, right, okay, then yeah. Do you know yeah. what? I'm I'm not sure I would advocate it, but I wouldn't be against it. Okay. Yeah, you chant Chris Benoit at WrestleMania, you deserve Daryl's pee thrown in your face. That's it. Right. 
fast lane's done. Shall we talk about what WrestleMania is going to be, or shall we talk about who's going into the Hall of Fame at WrestleMania? Who you're missing out on for a second time? Who's going to Hall of Fame, mate? Well, Harlem Heat, innit? Because it's near Harlem. Oh, yeah. Because New York. Even though they're not from Harlem. No. <laughs> Which is just... <laughs> I wonder if someone went, who we got that's from New York? Well, Harlem Heat. Oh, yeah, okay. Do you think Taz is voting office daily going, I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't care. Who is this? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Dream is banging on Connecticut, Stanford, <laughs> Connecticut door. I'm from Yonkers. I don't care. Fat Tommy Dream again. Hi, guys. Guys, that's a hardcore. Yeah, I'm hardcore, me. I've been Woo. on network every week for the last 10 weeks. So, all the, all the two time Hall of Famers will be, as of the end of WrestleMania, it will be, uh, or the end of the Hall of Fame, will be Ric Flair. Yep. Shawn Michaels. Yep. Booker T. Oh. So, I mean, maybe. What else has Booker T been part of? Been part of the Alliance, uh, Booker T and Test, and Booker T and Shane McMahon. Maybe he's going to be the five-time, 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 five-time WWE Hall of Famer. There you go. That's all I was going for. Okay. Yeah, GI Bro. Yeah. You see the thing about him suing people for taking the image of GI Bro? No. Right. I don't know if it was Modern Warfare or somebody. Had, oh, yeah. Yeah, basically a soldier, that like a character that looks a bit like GI Bro, so he sued him. Did he win? Uh, I think it's probably still going on. Okay. He probably got his money, though. be fine. I saw something where there were a rumour, I don't know if it's true or not, that the Hart Foundation were going in this year. And yeah, if that I saw is that. true... Bret Hart and Jimmy Hart would then be two-time Hall of Famers as well. It's a reasonable company to keep, I suppose. Yeah. But I don't think they will be now. Because if it's them, why would it be Harlem Heat? Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Just me as soon as Harlem Heat got announced, I was like, well, I don't want to put two tag teams. No, and they're already doing DX as well, which is not a tag team, but is a team. I I think Shawn Michaels, and and a little bit Triple H, but definitely Shawn Michaels would love to headline the Hall of Fame. And Bret Hart have to open it. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I could definitely see that. Um, speaking of Hall of Famers, WWE Hall of Famer Kurt Angle has confirmed his retirement is going to be at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah? He's going to have a WrestleMania match, and that's going to be his last match. Who's going to wrestle? Good question. Who's left? John, John Cena? Cena? Probably is. Oh, no, now I can't speak. Oh, you can't say my name because I don't want you to. So, <laughs> Got him. Oh, you don't, yeah. John Cena? Graham, for, Graham Farouk. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, mate. John Cena? Uh, I won't be against it. I just don't know. I mean, this week they had a wrestler Apollo Crews on his own the first match yeah. of his retirement tour. <laughs> It'd be quite poetic in the sense that John Cena made his... Yeah, WWE debut against Kurt Angle, so Kurt Angle could make his WWE farewell against John well, Cena. Who did he wrestle on his TNA farewell tour? I know two of the matches for sure. They were know. Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, so he could do those matches again. Um, <laughs> they um, just redo the TNA farewell tour. <laughs> I'm alright, to be honest. Uh, Shelton Benjamin? No. But he's back on telly now. Yeah, he was he mates is. with Brock Lesnar once. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever mentioned it on WWE TV till now. <laughs> till now, this week. No, uh, no. Yeah, not really though. Back in the day, they used to reference it. They but... didn't really though. Like all I'm saying is, when Brock was at his heyday, they weren't going. And you know, Shelton, he's also mates with him. So 
No, the the use when Kurt Angle feud with Lesnar, I remember a few times they used they said that like he brought Shelton Benjamin in because he used to train with him at, at Minnesota. Or whatever, but if you're so. going to bring facts into it, mate, then <laughs> you know what kind of podcast do we have here? A reputable one, don't think so. Ronda Rousey and Dana Dana Brooke is the the defender of women's wrestling. Yeah, so <laughs> Rousey came out to do this promo, which I know we're not allowed to rip on how she speaks, but I need th- her, the words she uses aren't real words. Well, they are, but they're, they're not words like an actual normal human uses. She's like, I'm going to eviscerate uh, and desecrate the the place you worship. And all, all this, like... Don't be having a go at her because she's upscaling her verbs. Um, I will have a go at her, mate. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, and then... Uh, Dana Brooke came out to defend wrestling. Then, no <laughs> way. Say that again. <laughs> Please say it again. Dana Brooke came out to defend wrestling. That's an amazing statement. Uh, wait. So she came out and she gave to this, defend wrestling. She gave this like really passionate promo. Like, and I'm not and I'm not joking. Like actual like passion and like fire in her belly. And uh, Ronda Rousey squashed her because yeah, it's Dana <laughs> yeah, Brooke. Yeah, but that's what made it brilliant. <laughs> so she came out and I thought, are they going to Kofi Kingston her? <laughs> they're not putting her in the match, surely. And th- no, they're not. No, they're, they're definitely not. not. But no. it was brilliant. It's the best thing Dana Brooks done. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like, it, it was really good. Like the, the promo was like really good. <laughs> but it's Dana Brooke. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, but regardless, the promo was good. All right, it, but I'm not questioning that. But, but like, yeah, she she wasn't getting the match. But there was a split second where I was thinking. Are they trying to shoehorn her into the match? <laughs> so I tweeted about this last week. Of, um, it was really annoying that literally the evening after we recorded, Ronda Rousey posted that weird video on a YouTube page where she's getting like a makeup done by two different people at once, and she's talking about how it's all fake. Oh yeah. While she's getting a makeup done by two people at once, <laughs> ranting to the camera like a crazy person. It is all fake, though, isn't it? Well, I'll tell you what isn't fake. The real feud between Triple H and Batista. <laughs> give me did, what I want. They did give me what I want. Oh, oh did, right. Did you see? I think Jay Hunter from OSW retweeted this. Someone's edited a video, and it's just it's most it's clips from that, but with with one splice with Triple H. Clips from that, right? And it says the build up to WrestleMania every year, and it's just yeah. give me what I want. 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 Yeah, then it's Triple H going. We're gonna give you. What you want, and he goes, "That's not what I want," <laughs> which is pretty much how the WrestleMania build is. But at least they're doing like a wrestling feud now instead of well, legit and I'm Paul Levesque and yeah. beat up Richard Flyer. Except he had, he had the Guardians of the Indie scene surrounded him. <laughs> that was funny, though, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm all right with that. I don't, I don't mind the odd offhand amusing reference if you I, can make them. I also like Triple H. Triple H obviously gives writes himself the best lines. But he, <laughs> clearly, are you going to stand up there looking like a nose ring model? <laughs> Thing is, I quite like how they've approached it now. This is how they should have approached it because I, I, I know some people be thinking, oh, well, why wouldn't Batista be the face and Triple H be the heel? And I understand, but like, Batista's just brilliant as a, as a like a prima donna. Like, he's, he's basically, he does Batista's version of. Hollywood rock, doesn't it? It's yeah. a Hollywood Batista. And that's yeah. that's the best Batista. Yeah, definitely. It's the the sad thing about it was when I was watching him do that this week because obviously he was actually on it this week, so I didn't have Triple H going. Oh, Dave Bautista, Paul Levesque. <laughs> um, I was watching it just with a little bit of sadness, going, "Yeah, but you're going to be gone in four weeks. I want more. I want more Hollywood yeah, what, Batista." What if uh, 
What if he gets the itch again and he decides to stick around for a bit longer? Probably won't though, will he? Because he knows what he wants. What and you need to give him what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> give him what he wants. <laughs> oh. Why has he got a nose ring? <laughs> we know why. To be that guy, but he's got a nose ring. I think we should all get matching nose rings. No. Okay. I like that you wrote one of these points for me, though. Thank you. What did I put? And so you wrote Drew McIntyre is solid. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, I he thought is. You'd enjoy Obviously, that. he is solid, yeah. So, don't need to discuss that any further, do we? Move no. on. Drew McIntyre is solid. He's going to have a match with Roman Reigns, though, isn't he? That's what it looks like. He's going to lose. Disappointing. Would you prefer him to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on the pre-show? Uh, or would you prefer him to lose to Roman Reigns in a high-profile high match? Uh, I mean, there's no third option here. No, nope, no, nope, yeah, well, Okay, fair enough. This is a better option yeah, than that. Yeah, yes. Okay, yeah. fine. But I would far prefer. Never. I'm not even bothered about what Drew McIntyre does specifically because he's not going to win the title. So what's the point? Um, I would far prefer that they did what I said last week, which should be Roman Reigns against Baron Corbin. Get in, get out, smash him. No one likes Corbin. They like him even less than Roman Reigns. That's an easy way to make sure that everything's fine. Yeah. Drew McIntyre's got indie points. Drew McIntyre's got evolved title reigns. Drew McIntyre's been in Impact, but Impact now that it's cool in indie, and no one watches it. <laughs> Are they setting themselves up for a fall here? I, I can't see people like booing reigns at this point. I hope not. I really hope not. Like, genuinely, I, I, anyone who does, in my mind, is just... Just obstinate. What's the point? Scum. Some people I didn't scum. say that. You said that. Well, they're not El Hajj Juve. Come on. <laughs> calm down. But, I don't know. You're probably right, and I would really, really like to think that's the case. I just... I have no confidence in anything they do. So... Okay. Uh, I've not put something on there, but I want to talk about it really quick. Yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman got gifted a motor vehicle uh, on Raw. Uh-huh. Right. And it was purely. I might know why you want to talk about it. <laughs> it was purely an advert for a toy. Yep. <laughs> a toy that I own. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a. If you look it up online, it's called the Wrecking Slammobile. And it's Braun Strowman, and he comes with a red sports car with a black bonnet, or I think the Americans say hood. Yes. Yeah. Uh, identical to the red sports car <laughs> with the black hood. Uh, that he destroyed on Raw. And yep. uh, the car, the toy car, is wrecking, so you smash it to bits and you can pull the doors off like yep. he did, smash the bonnet up like he did. Uh, yeah. That's so, what you want, innit? Yeah. Great. So, Dan, we're, this is this is where we bring you back in a little bit now. Because Shane McMahon and The Miz are having a match <laughs> at WrestleMania, obviously. And I want to know, now after his promo, is Shane still your favourite McMahon? I think all this means is instead of jumping off something, now he's a heel, he's going to get thrown off something. Okay. That's the match. So still your favourite. Good. I'm pleased to hear that. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested by this. I, I would, I, I'm i intrigued to see a Shane McMahon heel run just because I thought he was great as a heel on SmackDown when he came out with the trophy. <laughs> he's literally, he's, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Was he listening to our podcast? I hope so. I think he does. So I think he's going, yeah, you know what? I am the best in the world and I need to... And basically, Dan, in this feud, you're the Miz. So, 
That's pretty worse. Worse. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty good, isn't it? You know, we like the Miz, don't we? We all like the Miz on here, don't we? Yeah, he's all right. He's, he's got yeah. some good dogs. See, he's got dogs. You like dogs? Yeah. Tell you what, Vince McMahon doesn't like. Go <laughs> <laughs> on. I like that hang of the air. There you go. Kofi Kingston's got a gauntlet match next week against, shall we say, people of different ethnic persuasion. <laughs> I just remembered, as I was saying, that one of them is Samoa Joe, so it's not all whites against the black man. Oh, okay. So, probably for the best, that. <laughs> they're, they're starting the Kofi Mania run, aren't they? Yeah. Good. That's good. Yeah, so he's going to win that match next week, isn't he? Well, he better do, really, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... I mean, so maybe he could lose that match next week and they just put him in match anyway, somehow. Well, yeah. Vince, even though he doesn't want him in the match, gives him 16 <laughs> chances. <laughs> my, my only concern about this is, like, if they go all the way to WrestleMania and then he don't win the title, well, what was the point? I'm fully expecting him not to win the belt. I know, that's, that's just a bit of a shame, isn't it? Yeah, but Babyface can't win every match. Every feud. No, fair enough. All right. And plus, like, he's been there, logically, again, if you want to apply logic, yep. he's been there 11 years and never been in a main event sort of feud or a match. Yeah. So maybe, in a, lo- lo- in, in a logical sense, he's not that good. Yeah, that's true. And he's just got lucky. Ah. Vince also told him that he will never be inducted into the Hall of Fame as a singles competitor because he's <laughs> he's not good enough. He would only go in as part of the New Day. That, yeah, that went a bit close to the bone. I, I was just thinking, you, is that what you said to Stevie Ray? Almost certainly, because Stevie <laughs> Ray's been at the Hall of Fame before to induct his brother. Yeah. <laughs> you must be delighted about that, just because like you're missing the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I thought you were like, I've literally heard this speech, it's fine. I've <laughs> done, that's all right. The only thing I'm going to miss is them uh, definitely saying... Something like, Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you. And someone goes, no, 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 no. Because they're definitely going to do something like that. Yeah. Oh, they need Hogan to induct him. Yeah, they might do. I wonder if this is their way around it. Do you know what? That's what I'd be gutted about missing. Hogan inducting them and then them skirting around (laughs) saying the N-word. But this time, I'm coming for you. No, Hulk, not again. (laughs) Stop saying that word. But it's part of my vernacular. No, Hulk. I mean, I am to a point. (laughs) I think we're done with WWE then for this. Oh no, tell I. Uh, Gals and Anderson aren't leaving. Or are leaving. leaving or aren't leaving. Well, Carl Anderson's kid posted up a video that said he wasn't leaving and then plugged his own Instagram, which was great. Holds his kid. Like yeah. 10 or something, I don't know. But it basically said it won't. It won't don't believe everything you read. Oh, okay. Or everything you hear. That's and what I want to do after release. Me. <laughs> yeah. You've got Royal Quest down here. We're going. We are. Yeah. You're Ticket, all... Tickets went on sale. And yep. we, we got tickets. You're coming to New Japan in London because we are. Yeah. Okada, Tanahashi, and Naito already announced. Problem is London, isn't it? Go to London and be disappointed. Like, Gary. <laughs> Come on, do it. Come on. You know, know you know it off the top of your head, though, don't you? Uh, yeah, you just want to like, get off at Shattered Dreams Parkway, don't you? There you go. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I was looking for. That's yeah, fine. it's at the Copper Box Arena. Which, yep. the first time I ever saw it, I said, that looks like someone's built out of Minecraft. And then the next time I drove by it, there was actually a Minecraft convention head at, at that venue. That's pretty amazing. And I'm pretty so, sure a Minecraft YouTuber just had a boxing match there. Yeah. Yeah, almost certainly. Yeah, it's a decent-sized venue and should be really interesting to see the first proper New Japan show over here. Good. Speaking of shows that we're going to, though, uh, Breed are back this Sunday. Sheffield City Hall. We're going. We'll be there. Say hello to us. What are you going to be wearing, Daryl? I don't know if I want 
first scum that listens to this. To <laughs> well, if you see him, just come and say, hi, Daryl, how are you? And then get right in his personal space because he loves it. Definitely do not do Absolutely that. Absolutely loves it. Touch his beard. Like, in all seriousness, if somebody wants to come and say hello, I'll say hello to him. Don't invade my personal space. I don't touch his beard. I can tell you from personal experience it doesn't end well. <laughs> That's how I got these scars. You can't see them, but they're there. I think we're also going to try and head down to the pre-show thing at Walkabout just yeah. before it as well. Yeah, I think we'll try bit. and do that, yeah. Why not? So, um, the match card for this show. Well, you've written, written two matches here. Well, that's, that's the entire... Interesting. interesting. Right, well, let, let's focus on them and then you can touch on a little bit of the best of the rest, really. Um, so, TK Cooper against Lucky Kid for the Breed Championship is the main event. So, yeah, that was set up on the last show where TK Cooper became the first champion, uh, kind of screwed over Lucky Kid. Since that, just this weekend, um, Lucky Kid won 16 carat. Yeah. Uh, by a... beating all of, like, the three members of Ring Camp. That was a bit of luck, wasn't it? He beat Timothy Thatcher... Um, Axel Dieter Jr. and then Walter so to win it. That landed pretty well, didn't it? That's pretty yeah. good timing. Good old lucky kid. I think if you want a ticket, you put in code lucky, you get silver tickets for 15 quid. Yes, do that. But you absolutely should. Mitch, if you want to pay me, then um, <laughs> I'll email you my PayPal, but I won't give you my password. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you've had experience with promos that before, haven't you? <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> said it before. <laughs> oh. Do you want to eat? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. We will move on. We'll move on to Chris Wedgway, whose nickname we can't say, against Unbezigbar Ilya uh, Dragunov. No, we have a nickname for him on the show that we can Smash say. Smash Mouth. Well, no, Sexy Kiki Man. Oh. Um, so yeah, I say we. To Smash <laughs> you say we have a nickname. The Sexy Kiki Man. Is what. Um, but yeah, I bought tickets. I bought front row tickets based off this one match alone because I was like, yes, that is something I want in my life right now. Uh, this match should be absolutely phenomenal because Ilya Dragunov's amazing, Chris Ridgeway's absolutely brilliant, and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what this match holds. It's one of your last chances to see Ilya Dragunov before he goes to uh, NXT UK as well. Yep. Or it goes to, like, basically he won't be able to do certain matches. Yeah, before he becomes a WWE superstar. Exactly, like WWE superstar Walter that you yep. just mentioned a minute ago. Love him. So, uh, what, what's the best of the rest then, Dan? Who else are we looking at here? So, uh, Sessionoff Martinez on the show, but she's ring crew. Well, she's especially <laughs> she's under that she's under that embargo, isn't she? Yeah. After blinking grass, no de- deputy done, no fun done. Yeah, and it will be uh, the anti fun please versus Club, Cop- uh, Club Tropicana. Yeah. Making their first ever appearance outside of Ireland, I believe. I think this is the first time they've actually figured out how to get out of Ireland judging by the <laughs> videos. But it'll be cracking. We're looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, like um, the Antiphone Place's match was a definite highlight of the first show, and I'm very much looking forward to them in Club Tropicana. We've got the Women of Steel uh, qualifier, uh, Debbie Keitel, Debbie Keitel? Um, Raven Creed, and Ivy, who's actually from Sheffield. Uh, she's an EBW student who... She's probably like one of the best students they've got there. She's the one from the Monsters. Yeah. I I know her. Good. Uh, Shea Purser versus the OMJO. I think I I don't know if you say the OMJO or the. Not a clue, but this is the new breed tournament. Yeah, the new breed tournament. Yeah, that's the young. Just to clarify for those of you who might not have been to breed before, but you are going this time. uh, That's the young under twenty fours tournament in it. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Was it under 25? Yeah, something like that. Under 24, yeah. under 25. The point uh, is, it's, it's, yeah, it's a tournament design. We've got another trios match in the World Trios League that they're doing, yeah. where it's the Wild Boys, which originally did have Lucky Kid in it, but now it is Angel Cruz who's replacing Andre Cartier and Dirty Dragon Sweet. Uh, versus Modern Hype. 
And then the other two members who escape in the mid card are both in singles matches as punishment for their involvement. Yes. Uh, Chuck Mambo versus Jack Sexsmith. Yeah. And Spike Gervais versus Carlos Romo of Team White Wolf. Carlos Romo is the guy who we saw Adam before Chase. as Adam Chase. Yeah. I do wonder why he's changed his name, but... He, he wanted was... something more authentic for the fact that he's actually Spanish. He is and... actually Spanish, yeah. I must yeah. Admit, I remember feeling like... This guy's from Spain because, like, we—he he was on the Progress Show, the Infamous Progress yeah. Show, their first, well, the first Snow show grass. in Sheffield we went to, where, <laughs> yeah, they got snowed in, and so he was supposed to be working ring crew, but he actually got on the show and did really well, and they said they'd bring him back. Have they brought him back? Yeah, good. He's had um, a few matches, but I remember being like, oh, "Who's this Adam Chase?" So I googled him, and it was like, "He's from Spain." This guy came from Spain, and I presume, yeah, that might be why he's gone with the name Carlos Roma. But yeah, uh, Team Whitewell for absolutely phenomenal, and I'm looking forward to that match. And I assume you, Daryl, are looking forward to Spike Trevay. Yeah, he's been. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. I'll boo him. I mean, you don't like him because he's. Yeah, but you like him because yeah, you don't him. like him. Yeah. Yeah? Exciting show. Looking if forward it... to Sheffield City Hall as a venue. Yeah, I can walk there. Yeah, well, you like that, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anything that you can walk to, really. Or you'll... I could get the tram from literally outside my flat. Probably will do that way. Yeah. To outside the back door of the City Hall. <laughs> Definitely doing that, aren't you? There's yeah. three Weatherspoons within like five minutes of each direction. Yeah. I'm That's not always a. Sitting with Scott Mama. What? Well, we're going to walk about, so you better do. Are we? Yeah. I'll see you there. Yeah. You are going there. I'm going to drag you. And you're going to have to say it. We'll put you on stage. We'll on stage. stage. We'll make one. I'll take a stage. It's, pa- it's Paddy's Day. I'm not going to pub on Paddy's Day. <laughs> you're not going for a famous pint of Guinness. You love Guinness, you. I uh, can't get enough of Guinness. Love it. Love it so In much. Fact, if you do, listeners, if you want to talk to me, you need to buy, buy me a pint of Guinness, then I'll, then I'll, then I'll, then I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask, answer any question you've got about the podcast, honestly. Yeah. That's With how the... you'll see Daryl at the show. He will be wearing one of those Guinness hats to give out. Yeah. But, but no logo <laughs> in the phone, because that's just, just, just pouring an advert there, aren't you? <laughs> right. I think we're done. That's us. That's it for the Royal Grumble for today. Sunday, we have the Super J Cup from 94. Don't we, Dan? Yes. Great. I wanted to ask you something about this because I've looked through a little couple of things and I think maybe I misunderstood, but did you mean to actually get us to watch Best of the Super Juniors instead? No, Super Jacob 94. The just one, checking. because the, the video I, I sent you. Well, I know, but like I wondered if maybe you just sent that and got the two confused because Justin Thunder Liger wins the Best of the Super Juniors in 94. No, but exactly. he doesn't win it in he doesn't win the Super Jacob, does I'll, he? I'll explain I'll explain why I said Super Jacob. On Sunday show. There you go. Ooh. Leaving a bit of... You've got to leave him wanting more, haven't you? Yeah. And we always do. That's our motto. Okay, is it? No, my motto is I'm fertile. Well, remember that. <laughs> our motto is always leave him wanting. Yeah. <laughs> Good to end on another strong <laughs> note as we usually do. That's it Bye. for today's show. Don't forget uh, facebook.com slash rollerglumble. Don't forget to go to rollerglumble.co.uk. That's where you can find a Super Jacob 94 review on Sunday. Uh, we've got loads of stuff coming over the next few weeks as well which we'll talk about next week that is it say goodbye Daryl goodbye Daryl say goodbye Dan goodbye. don't forget to find us on Twitter at twitter.com that's it goodbye thank you